When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Here is the story. There is a Big Apple comedy club owner, and he is angry that Saturday Night Live is shooting with a live audience while the city's comedy clubs are remaining empty because of COVID. He's very disappointed that the uh, city's big-name comedians haven't done more to help the ailing industry. I think he's Mm. got a decent point. Sure. His name is uh, Danny Zoldin, and he's the co-owner of this uh, the nightclub called Stand Up New York. It's mm-hmm. on the Upper West Side. And he says, it seems like there's one set of rules for them and another for local clubs. And from the perspective of a comedy club owner, it's very frustrating because day in and day out, they have to bear witness to this loss and see that every Saturday night, SNL is allowed to produce their show indoors, seemingly in violation of the same laws that are crushing small businesses all over New York City. And feels like he's got a point so far. Yep, yep. So he says they have a live studio audience and the cast members are not social distancing. He said, I watch every Saturday night and I get so upset that struggling comedy clubs are going out of business. A lot of them have closed, by the way. Um... And it seems like they're in violation of the same laws that are, 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 are crushing us. And they've got these live studio audiences. They've got the cast members. It doesn't appear that they're social distancing. He said, um, it's just disheartening, you know, and he says mm-hmm. the the big name New York artists that came up in their clubs could be doing more to help these guys. You know, I have to say, in in defense of some of them, um, uh, I think Michael Che donated tens of thousands of dollars to benefit one um, set of staff from the Comedy Cellar. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are GoFundMe pages set up. But do you remember when Jerry Seinfeld wrote that, Op-ed, I think it was yes. in the New, New York Times, Times, I believe. It was about the, the writer who had said New York City was dead. It wasn't a writer. It was the co-owner of this comedy club that we're talking about. Oh. So he had said that it, you know, it appears that New York is dead forever. And so Jerry Seinfeld wrote this op-ed and he basically said, you know, you need to spruce up the club. And so this guy is saying, so it's the rich guy now picking on the little guy. He says the problem is, this co-owner, the other co-owner, is that a lot of these comedians made it and became rich. The point is to remember where you came from. Remember that you were broke and you Mm. were, you know, 
you kind of need to take care of the people behind you. Right. So I don't know. Here's the deal. He said that he was watching Saturday Night Live. This is the original guy, mm-hmm. Danny Zoldin. And he said, you know, these big stars, including Pete Davidson, who graduated from the local comedy scene, should be doing more to help struggling clubs and comic, uh, comics. He said, you know, Amy Schumer, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, every one of them got their start at a comedy club. And there's been really very little support. And he goes on to say that then uh, Pete Davidson is making fun of, you know, the lockdown. But he's sitting there, you know, not social distancing. They have audience members. Audience members, by the way, are paid, I think, $150. Yes. So then that makes them a paid cast, cast member. member. Yep. Yeah. But that is a t- that's that's a joke. That's bull dookie. Yeah. I mean, exactly. we can all just call that bull dookie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So SNL sources are saying, listen, participants are in complete compliance with the rules and regulations that are set forth by the government. Everyone at the show is held to the same rigorous COVID protocols. That includes a pre-screening as well as same-day COVID testing for anyone working on the show. In addition, they have to abide by regulations like temperature checks, social distancing, face coverings, and whatnot. So I do get what he's saying as far as, hey, you know, our businesses are dying. Why do they, you know, they're putting on a comedy show, right? Mm -hmm. With an audience. And I think, too, and here's something I don't know about COVID. I know we're running out of time on this, but, and if somebody knows this, tell me, but if you have a mask on and if the other person has a mask on, is that more or less a safe situation? Because then you really hear the cry of small business owners, those who have been forced to close in different parts of the country at times here, who are like, well, wait, if everybody just keeps a mask on the whole time, can't we still have a functioning business? That's a good question. And I don't know the answer to that. I know that your chances of uh, of getting it would like dramatically reduce decrease yeah, right. um but yeah i, I don't totally it, know the answer it just it makes it makes me so sad i i do i have so much empathy because when you look at a, a nightclub or you look at a restaurant you're not just dealing with the people in the restaurant you're dealing mm-hmm. with the people who provide the the uniforms the people you know the truck drivers who bring right. the goods there i mean there's so many yeah. people being affected by it not just the and show. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, but you get the idea. Yes, and we have to remember, too, that any of us, and this includes us, who have been working throughout this and haven't missed a paycheck, it is we we must at least acknowledge the fact that we are coming from such a place of privilege to say, we got to close it down, close it down, good for the cause, when... There's the health side of this. There's also the like the the financial health side of this. People's well being, their careers, etc. Yes. And it's easy to say, oh yeah, they got to close them when we are getting paid. Right. But I bet you know different. You're and likewise, you feel differently when you have seen a loved one die from COVID. You right. feel very differently about how this impacts a, people. hundred percent. That's why there's so much um, division. Yeah. You know, it's over that. It's like, what side are you standing on? Oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, anyway. Vaccines, vaccines. Right. No Make kidding. it go away.